morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick Big J. We are here. We are present and accounted for 18th day of November 2019. It is a Monday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J weekend report, please. What, what, um, yeah, it was good. It seemed to be uh, a long one, even though it was, you know, normal. It's very, very busy. What do you have going on besides the uh, Dave and Buster's yesterday? Uh, I did a bunch of chores and uh, and things we'll get into here and in man up. Nice. On Saturday, and I uh, got into a little fallen Jedi fallen order. Oh, that accounts which, for busyness. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> How is it? Is it good? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I've I've, I've barely gotten through the game. Okay. I am terrible at it. Oh no. It is uh, it is not my my typical jam. So I'm uh, learning new skills. What makes it what cognitive it? thinking? Okay. Oh, I see. Uh, and the the combat system, everything is just it's uh it's it's likened to a bunch of games I don't play. That was pointed out by my daughter. Uh, like what? Um, oh, I don't remember. There are games that I I have no idea. I've never even heard of. I see. Uh, and so are there, is it like role playing games kind of things? No, no. But there's a lot of um, you know puzzles, not puzzles, but just a lot of exploring. Oh, like yeah. it's like Uncharted. Like you get to a point and then you've got to figure out a way to get through. A yeah, like old thing. school Tomb Raider ish. Right, right. Okay, okay. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, you probably love it. You'll you'll figure it out. I'll, I'll play it eventually. Too many monsters. I, I want to fight stormtroopers. Well, stormtroopers are easy to fight. I know. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> That's the hardest. It's too hard. Got it. Uh, maybe mess with the difficulty settings. Oh, I did. <laughs> I have. I started out as a grandmaster. <laughs> Realizing quickly you are not a grandmaster. And I'm like, boy, this is taking forever. And then I dropped it down. Still frustrating. Still not going forward. But that's my fault. You'll so. get there. You'll get there. And we will get there for you. 830, the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare continues. Last full week. We are kicking off this morning, so your opportunity to win some money from us will be happening. That's good. Big J had already mentioned Man Up is going to be happening. Before we hit 7 o'clock, the usual prizes will be given out during the course of the show today as well, and it all starts with important stuff. It's the news! It's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Not, I can't imagine you find yourself eating in downtown Meridian very much. Uh, no. But maybe because the, the business has been around a while, and maybe because you have an unhealthy obsession with Clint Eastwood, you've had a chance to eat at the Hungry Onion Drive-In right there on Meridian. Oh, it's, it's been a long time. But you have. You've partaken. Yeah. It's shutting down, Big J, for good. December 28th will be its last day. Uh, apparently, since uh, Meridian's Main Street turned into a one-way street about uh, 10 years ago, the restaurant has struggled and now just can't seem to keep the doors open. Restaurants known for the burgers, ice cream, of course, the iconic onion sign, too. But it was also featured prominently in a scene in Clint Eastwood's 1980 movie Bronco Billy, which is why I imagine you had the Bronco Billy burger when you were eight there. I, I probably not. <laughs> no word yet what's going to happen to it. But, I mean, I understand if, as you drive on that main street, like, if unless you're coming from the freeway, you're not going to the Hungry Onion. You know what I mean? You have to seek that thing out. It's difficult to see. You're, you're probably not going past Franklin yeah, very yeah, often. Yeah, with the, the, the change of traffic flow yeah. downtown, for sure. Yeah. It's tough to spot. You can understand why it's shutting down. So you've got uh, a little over a month if you want to partake in the Hungry Onion before it shuts its doors for good. 
Broncos looked pretty good on Saturday night. They finally got it together thanks to Jalen Henderson, who made his first start on senior night on the blue. 292 through the air, three touchdowns. Broncos win 42-9. Pretty close to my final score, Big J. I said 48-10. Well, that's like one point away. No. Right? Well, one point away for the Lobos, but I was I was still, uh, you know, yes. six points off for the Broncos. Yeah, you were very close. Uh, and so Broncos uh, improved to 9-1. and one. Not that it did them any good in the polls as they slid down one slot in the AP Top 25 poll. They stayed at 19 in the Amway Coaches poll. So, again, it proves the point. It, it really doesn't matter what the Broncos do. Other people are going to have to lose for them to... Well, yeah, there's simple. just uh, it's the way it is. Right. Well, I mean, you know, you, you would think that finally, you know, showing up would have some sort. I mean, there was some slippage above them in the polls is what I'm saying. Teams, uh, you know, that but were that are the two teams that we need to slip. No, no, no. Right. But they're, I'm, I'm not even talking about the college <clears throat> playoff rankings. I'm talking about oh, the oh, AP general. poll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. They're not getting any love there. It but then what else uh, is new? You know, it's, it's nothing. Disrespect. New. Rams beat the Bears last night on Sunday Night Football. Cowboys over the Lions. Colts beat the Jaguars pretty handily. Bills over the Bronco- the Dolphins. The Vikings rallied from 20 down at halftime to beat the Broncos. Uh, Saints beat the Buccaneers. Jets over the Redskins. Falcons over the Panthers. Ravens over the Texans. Uh, 49ers came back and beat the Cardinals uh, 36-26. They were down by three with like 30 seconds left, and they ended up winning by 10. Uh, Raiders beat the Bengals by a touchdown, and the Patriots beat the Eagles by a touchdown. Tonight, you got the Chiefs at the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Uh, of course, Kyle Busch, congratulations to him, won his second NASCAR championship title on Sunday, a victory in the season finale, Miami Homestead Speedway. Uh, God knows how that point system works anymore, but uh, Kyle Busch winning his second uh, championship, congratulations. And the movie that we saw for the uh, big podcast that's up on xrock.com is now the number one movie in America by a long shot. Ford v. Ferrari ended up making $31 million at the box office. Uh, highly, uh, you know, doing really, really well across the board there with a nice little box office return. And then uh, Midway came in second. Charlie's Angels uh, did not do very well. He, it opened up at $8.6 million, uh, way under expectations of what they wanted to make. Whatever Playing With Fire is is number four. Last Christmas is number five at the box office currently. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Banks was not happy with people for not seeing Charlie's Angels. Said it was uh, sexist and proves that men will not see women in action movies. Big J, your thoughts? Yeah, see Randy. It's true. Randy did not want to see this movie. Uh, Not only to see, I mean throwing a fit like a little baby about it. (laughs) Uh, But it also might not be good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, did you see the, the trailer? Yes, yeah, it doesn't look good at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, and so uh, I, that could play a part. She's probably a little bit right and a little bit wrong there. Uh, you could be a little bit in the middle and still have an effective way to release a movie. But Ford v. Ferrari is your winner. If you happen to see it over the weekend, check out the podcast at xrock.com. It is up now with our review, and uh, we get into the spoilers in front of the movie as well in the second half of the podcast. <laughs> Embarrassing for you. Man Up Mondays on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and uh, this weekend Nick was filled with uh, some chores uh, as uh, we continue to uh, try to rake up all the leaves that are in our yard. Rake up a bunch of trees. Yeah, it's not quite. I wish I had that kind of help, but our backyard is just clobbered with leaves. So uh, I set out uh, early Saturday to uh, start some raking and realized I need a little bit of extra help. And so uh, we uh, we head over to the in-laws and we borrow a blower. 
<laughs> this is this is what you wanted. To yeah, do. this is what I wanted to do. So uh, we 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 borrow the blower, and uh, I get that thing running, and I'm out. Uh, I'm blowing leaves and and uh, getting things in order, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this thing does. What am I? Where am I blowing this stuff again? This is. I'm happy that I got a power tool in my hand. And and then uh, before I leave, uh, Mike, my father-in-law is like, you know, you don't want to top it off because it, you know, takes gas. And I'm like, no, that should be enough. And as I'm blowing, I'm like, well, I'm wasting a lot of gas here, and I'm blowing <laughs> stuff all over the place. And maybe I should have a plan here. And then I go into the backyard and I start blowing leaves around. And I'm starting to get it, you know, I'm starting to get a pile together. But uh, ultimately, it's like, okay, we're we're really unprepared here because I don't have uh, any bags we i mean we have a couple trash cans but i mean we have a bleep ton of leaves and i'm like you know what we're just not prepared for this so it seems like a good time to stop now let's do that so i just uh i i, I and then i would start i was not feeling real great so uh i decided i'm out and then uh and then the wife was helping out she was up on a ladder uh, taking leaves out of the uh, gutter oh well i thought she was done with that already didn't you say that she went up there and, and did that like last week and you're supposed to the do it? Part of it. Okay. Part of it. Never got all the way completed. Yeah, no, and no. And even when given the opportunity, you still didn't do it. You decided to do the blower instead. Well, I'm not doing the gutters. Oh, okay. I, well, I thought you said you were going to. No, I'm not uh, certified to climb on a damn ladder. But uh, it's a very big J move to just go, I'll, this is all I need is a blower, not realizing you had no idea what to do with the leaves once they were there. Well, no, I knew I would have to do, but I didn't, re we didn't you don't realize how many are there until you have them all in piles. And it was like, holy crap. Well, was See, the plan a... like to like take them with your hands and put them into a... Oh, yeah. Well, if we have a rake... Well, no, I, yeah. that I understand, but I mean, like, you know, usually people bag leaves regardless of their, their being a rake or a blower. That's right. I result. figured that the that the trash cans that we had would be more than enough to hold the leaves. That I was see. not the case. I see. Uh, and we're like, well, we need. And then I was thinking we need special bags. So you know, there's a couple piles in the yard now. So you're gonna Hopefully. have to regas up the blower, uh, right? Because you've burned a lot of gas. Well, I mean, there's the piles are kind of there. So we're, we're 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 okay. I finally figured out how to to okay. To so blow you're them into done. A, you just need to dispose of the leaves. Pretty much, yeah. And then by that time, here's what's going to happen, though. More leaves are going to be accumulating. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, uh, leaving is not it's something like, that you uh, can just leave for a yeah, couple of days like, and get back to. It's like a nonstop uh, leaf, leafing. And I'm like, this is, God, I hate this. I hate yard work. <laughs> Do you think you'll be able to get it done? I hope so. <laughs> well, it's, I'm glad that you didn't say yes definitively, because odds are it'll take a little while before you get motivated again. How are you feeling now? Good enough to do some raking when you get home? No. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Ah, uh, there's your bad up Mondays. Important stuff on the way. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you are a single person, you know that dating today can be difficult. With everything moving online and interactive and app-based, it's more like psychological warfare than it is anything else. And now there's a new term for you out there if you have found yourself in this situation. It's called ghostlighting, Big J. It's a combination of two dating items you're probably pretty familiar with, ghosting and gaslighting. Now, ghosting, when somebody you're talking to suddenly just stops talking to you without an explanation, then gaslighting, gaslighting is like emotional abuse, essentially. And psychologist Dr. Stephanie Sarkis explains that ghostlighting is a series of manipulative tactics that begin with making a person believe that they're going crazy 
or that they can't trust themselves. You understand? What the hell is this, So man? it's like, uh, it's, it's one like of those... psychological warfare, dude. Exactly what I said. And, and so it's one of those deals where, you know, you're talking to somebody and next thing you go, you go I, I didn't say that. I don't think we said we'd ever hang out today. What are, what are you talking about? Hey, listen, get your stuff together and talk to me when you're done. Get it all together. <laughs> put it in a backpack. <laughs> and so you start to go, wait a second. Did they actually say that we weren't going to hang out? You start, you know, questioning yourself, your sanity. You go, wait, did I screw this up? I must have screwed this up. They took serious offense to it. I might, you know what I mean? And so it's a whole thing that can turn casual dating and communicating into such a battle and things that, you know, used to be you just go, hey, listen, I, I think we're better as friends or it's not you, it's me. And now we're just driving people slowly but surely insane. Wow. All in the name of relationship. Well, why would you do that? I'm not sure. Maybe because you want it to be done done, or maybe because you feel like you're superior, you want to feel superior, I'm not sure. But it's obvious that you'll want to avoid people like this. Period. So please, don't ghostlight anybody. Thank you. Jalen Henderson, 292 through the air, three touchdowns. Uh, so Tani and Louis had a pretty good day game, too. Uh, he ended up with uh, two fumble recoveries, including one for a touchdown. As Boise State beat New Mexico 42-9. to Improving to 9-1, 5-0 in the conference in the final regular season home game. Broncos raced out to a 28-0 lead and never looked back. Fell a spot, though, somehow in the AP Top 25 poll. Still 19 in the coaches' poll. And uh, basically just stay put in the college football playoff pool. You got yourself the Rams with a victory. Uh, Cowboys, Colts, Bills, Vikings, Saints, Jets, Falcons, Ravens, 49ers, Raiders, and Patriots. All victorious. Chiefs, Chargers tonight on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Tua from Alabama uh, has to have hip surgery. He dislocated his right hip on Saturday, according to a statement released Sunday by the team's surgeon. He was supposed to be the number one pick in the NFL draft next spring. I'd be shocked if that happens now. He is expected to make a full recovery. Uh, Early on on Saturday, they were comparing the injury to Bo Jackson's, which ended his career. The difference between Bo Jackson and Tua's injury is Bo Jackson uh, was not diagnosed properly and so did not get the surgery, so he had a bunch of bleeding going on and deterioration happening inside that hip before they went in and dug it out and figured it out, and Tua figured it out right away. So they expect him to be okay, but whether or not you... I mean, not only this, but this is his, like, fourth major injury in less than two years. uh... So it's like, do you want to hang your franchise on that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. It sucks for him, though, because he would have been the number one pick, hands down, be it the Bengals or the Dolphins. He would have been number one. People are clamoring for the Zack Snyder edit of Justice League. And not just people, Big J. Celebrities who are clearly more important not, than you not, or I. Not just celebrities. People who starred in the movie. Correct. Uh, you know, Jason Momoa has already gone on record saying he's seen it. It's amazing. and it needs to see the light of day. And now both Gail Gadot and Ben Affleck have uh, ended up jumping on board. And uh, and they they took to Twitter over the weekend with Gal tweeting and she wants to see it and then Ben Affleck wants to tweet it and then of course uh, that's when Zack Snyder jumped I, in. I take this all the grain of salt because they also thought that the original that was out in theaters was good. Well, I didn't mind they, it. 
I really did. That's terrible. I look forward to it. Uh, and I like Zack Snyder. I mean, I know I'm in the minority there, but I, I enjoy I his too. I do too. Uh, I enjoyed, I st- we, we've done this before, but I think Man of Steel is fantastic. Uh, I also enjoyed uh, Batman v Superman, with the exception of the stupid Martha oh, scene. God. I will admit that that was stupid, but it still was an enjoyable movie for me. And uh, I thought Justice League, although it had a terrible villain, it actually did a pretty good job. And I would like to see it all kind of come together in that particular vision. I would just like to see how different is it from right. what Joss Whedon uh, finished up. But also, wh- why, why are we holding it back? I mean, DC has its own streaming service. You could throw it right on there tomorrow, and it would be a great opportunity for them to actually, you know, maybe increase subscribers or at least get people talking about it. Because when's the last time anybody talked about DC streaming service? Yeah, well, I think they parted ways badly. Who did? Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers? Oh, I'm sure they did. But DC owns all that stuff, 100%. There's no way Zack Snyder has control over it. Otherwise, he wouldn't be demanding it to be released. What I'm saying is the last thing they want to do is give him some sort of, you know, card to play. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like what if this is the best movie ever? (laughs) Or not best movie ever, but what if it's better than that? You know what I mean? Then there's, it just, you know, it opens a door of a lot of garbage. Yeah. Listen, as long as the Zack Snyder cut has Superman with a mustache, it'll be better. (laughs) It'll be better than whatever they put up on screen with that CGI for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got an opportunity for you to go to hell with us. You're invited. J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Holy Oak, Massachusetts for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I I don't know how many times I have to tell you, but I'll say it again. Guys, keep your high-quality heroin away from your toddlers. You understand? Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying, really. But... Some people haven't heard the message. So, we will use the story of 29-year-old Ben Garcia as an example of it. A Massachusetts man has pleaded not guilty to drug charges after authorities say his 5-year-old son brought heroin to school for show-and-tell. Why did he bring the heroin for show-and-tell is the question. Because, you know, I mean, it's just a bag of powder. How much are you going to show people? Here's where it starts to get really, really dark. Okay? He brought the heroin for show and tell because he told his teacher that when he tastes it, it makes him feel like Spider-Man. I mean, I shouldn't laugh at that, but... No, that probably should not be your first instinct. Poor kid. Right! How old is he? Five. Oh. Oh, man. Really bad taste earlier. Yeah! Uh, and so that's what happened. He brought he, he brought the bag that he had labeled Spider-Man powder to show and tell to show the kids, hey, this is what makes me feel like a damn superhero. You understand? Which is already, I mean, A, terrible, B, the world's best commercial for heroin. And so now the 29-year-old is in trouble. He was arraigned Friday in Holyoke District Court. Faces charges of drug possession and reckless endangerment of the child. Prosecutors say that he brought the bag decorated uh, with the Spider-Man logo and his writing on it to kindergarten on Thursday and then ate it in front of the class, telling the teacher that oh. the powder turns him into a superhero. And the, and the teacher was like, what? What is the powder? And then the, it was weird because he was like, I, the teacher didn't know heroin from whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, the teacher went, that is heroin. Oh, that is some straight up. Oh, let me have a heroin. taste of that. Oh, this is heroin. The good news is authorities took the boy to the hospital to make sure he was okay. He was unharmed. Everything checked out all right. 
Police then searched the dad's home and they found more than 200 bags of heroin and cocaine. Oh, he's a drug dealer. That's a lot of heroin and cocaine. He's a drug dealer and he's got his own logo. No, I think the kid drew that up. Oh. Uh, a judge ordered Garcia to be held without bail until the hearing, which is coming up later this week. My guess is that not guilty charge probably, or that not guilty plea probably won't stick. It sounds like he was doing something awful. His kid found it, tried it, and then thought he was Spider-Man, which is awful. Just awful. Guys, don't be drug dealers either. Well, I mean, you know. They, they took the kid to the hospital. He's okay. But did it really give him powers? No, no. Uh, no, Big J. He could not climb up walls. It, it just made him feel like he could. He could not do whatever a spider could. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. That is Nirvana. That is in bloom here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Christmas is not too far away, Big J. Are, are you putting together a list? Checking it twice. Uh, for your required wants for the holiday season, my wants. Yeah, like oh, I mean, no, is I there anything you want, or that you? you is there a list? Of I want to be left want? alone. <laughs> well, that cannot be purchased or given. That is just something that comes organically, I would think. Okay. Uh, doesn't matter to me. Your Christmas presents are already purchased, so uh, oh, they were crap. delivered on Friday. So that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't got, even know what I want. Uh, it doesn't matter what you want. I'm getting you what I think you'll enjoy. Oh man, those are words of wisdom. I mean, I love it. So, uh, I th- I know you're going to like these things. What there's, a concept. There's zero doubt in my mind I have done a very good job. But if you have yourself some question marks as to what you want or maybe you're struggling to figure out what you can get that significant other on your list, you're going to have plenty of help. The Internet's an amazing place. All these websites are going to come up with holiday gift guides for you. And Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop is a website that has one of their very own. What a stupid name. It is a modern lifestyle brand that you and I are very much not the demo for. Uh, <clears> this <throat> is geared towards... As much as we're not the demo for her. <laughs> right. Uh, although we like her in the Marvel Universe. Agree or disagree? Well, she doesn't even know which one she's in. So, <laughs> that. But that's the woman. That's not Piper Potts. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, or Pepper Pots. And so you have an opportunity to check out some great uh, gift guides on some websites. But the more I dig deep into this thing, the more I don't know what the demo for Goop is. Like, I thought it was for, like, you know, the modern woman that maybe is trying to balance out her life and her motherhood and that kind of stuff. But as I look at the gift guide, it appears to be just rich people is all she's really trying to target because there's nothing there that what you and I would consider affordable. Like, for instance, uh, you know, and a lot of these gift guides, if we're being perfectly honest, are sponsored. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The products are being are paying the website to be featured in them, et cetera, et cetera. So th- there's not a lot of um, uh, transparency involved sure. in these holiday gift guides. But, uh, for instance, uh, the Goop Holiday Gift Guide has got a BDSM kit, Big G. I didn't know they even made kits for this. But it's if you kit? Yeah. It's like come with handcuffs? It's and... got a whole bunch of bondage stuff. Yeah, like how to get started in BDSM, which is weird, but makes me wonder about when it's Merry Paltrow. Christmas. There's a pair of $43,000 earrings that is up there, which I'm sure would go well on under any Christmas tree, regardless of what oh, you're yeah. for. Uh, but if you break it down, that's $22,600 per earring. Uh, which is crazy. There is a custom plant music installation data garden, which is an what out- the hell? An outdoor. Uh, it's an outdoor garden that also uh, plays music just for your plants. It's got a price point of twenty five thousand dollars. 
Uh, they, he, they also have Norman Mailer's Moonfire Lunar Rock edition of a patio table for $400,000. It's also a book, which is crazy. Uh, they have a dehydrated caviar bar for $500. And you can have your very own brass, copper, or gold fire extinguishers that are wow. also on there. And there's nothing on there less than $150. And the stuff that's on there that is $150, it looks gross. And you don't want. And so it's a very high-priced guide. It's goopy. But if you have expensive taste, that might be where you go. If you've always wanted a dehydrated caviar set, I don't know that existed. Caviar doesn't seem very appetizing to me anyway. I don't want to eat fish eggs, and I certainly don't want to eat dried-out fish eggs. Uh, but you can do it, and it's $99 a day, by the way. I said $99, but it's not $499 for the machine, and then $99 a day to get your dehydrated caviar. What? Yeah, well, caviar is expensive. You know this as well Jeez. as I do. Jeez. So it's there, it's up, and it's completely unrelatable. So if you want a good laugh, you can check out the Goop Holiday Gift Guide uh, for some very unrealistic ideas on what you want for the holiday season. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You're ready to live, Big J. If you've ever wondered if you've been pronouncing a word correctly, Google is here to help. Google will now let you know if you're saying a word wrong. If you simply type in the word, how do you pronounce blank, into the search bar, Google will give you an audio clip of that word's pronunciation. Oh, man. So, like for you, Big J, for instance, you've been saying prodigal wrong your entire life. Nah. And Google will tell you the correct way how to say that word. And yeah, that's the say way it prodigal. The way you say it, which is prodigal. What if it says it that way? I would be amazed. Flat out amazed. If you want to type it in and give it a shot, feel free. I can throw it up there and you can let me know if you think that's how Google's going to say it. Or are you scared, Big J? No, I'm not scared at all. all right. can, uh, wait, well, let's, let's hear you type it in so that I can see if you're typing. How are you spelling it? Uh, P-R-O-D-I-G-A-L. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? Yes. You have to, don't forget, you have to write, how do you pronounce? Yep. Okay. Oh, pronounce. How do you say? Let me just put it properly in here. How do you pronounce? And then the word that you're looking for. Uh, Google also says if your phone is Google Assistant enabled, you can speak the word in your phone's microphone. Prodigal. There you go. Prodigal. Prodigal. No. No. Prodigal. 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 Let's try it slow. Prodigal. See? Prodigal. Now type in Amy Poehler. So you stop calling her Amy Fuller. <laughs> I typed it in. It's, uh, oh, it doesn't do names. Oh, uh, it doesn't do names. Son of a gun. Either way, it's there for <laughs> you. Uh, and the company is rolling out Spanish as well if you need some help. I'll tell you what, this, this, is, this is very helpful for people in our industry. <laughs> With band names, sure. Yeah, but not, not just for me. There are times when you get copy and you're like, how do I say this? I oh. don't know how... Like, uh, all the time when I get, like, outdoor brands, I'm like, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> but I doubt it'll cover any of the brands, you know? No, sometimes I have to go to, like, YouTube for pronunciations, because there are people that do that stuff. Thank goodness. <laughs> now Google's on board. Nice win for the Broncos on Saturday night. The Boise State Broncos defeated New Mexico 42-9. to 292 and three touchdowns for Jalen Henderson, a quarterback that was basically third string for the whole year. Came out and started senior night and played fantastic. Defense played really well as well. And so the Broncos look good. Actually got off to a huge fast start. But for really, for the first time this season, Big J. 
I mean, it's been one of those uh, battles all season long for the Broncos. But they're still 9-1, and 5-0 in the conference. Yeah, look at us complaining about 9-1. and one. Uh, Well, the only thing I'm complaining about is their ranking. They should be much, much higher than 21st. But uh, no love for the group of five. There never will be. And so that's why an eight and three team is still sitting at nine, number nine in the poll. The and we're the most lovable. I know. When I you know. get down to it, amongst all of them, uh, we can probably blame Florida State for this. I mean, Florida State was really the only game on the schedule. Yeah, had worth they at damn. least just you know won a couple games and nice. not look, maybe not lost your coach. <laughs> Would have been nice. Uh, and somehow the Broncos lost a spot in the AT t- top twenty-five. They fall to twenty. They stay at nineteen in the Amway coaches poll. Twenty-first in the college football playoff poll. Uh, football this weekend, the Vikings game was pretty good if you're a Vikings fan. They were down 20 nothing, and they rolled back and ended up winning 27-23. Broncos had a chance, however, at the end. Uh, they had, uh, you know, four downs from the goal line to, to try to put it away, but just couldn't do it. And so the Vikings hold a serve and end up getting a big win at home. Uh, Buffalo Bills are doing pretty well themselves. Uh, they're in line for playoff position after beating the Dolphins pretty handily. Cowboys offense look great once again. Defense not so much, but 35-27 victory for them. Uh, Rams win big. Saints win big. Jets win big. Falcons look like a whole new team the last couple weeks, just completely shutting down both the Saints and the Panthers. Uh, Ravens are probably currently the best team in the NFL. Degree, is agree or disagree, Big J? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. Where was where was the doubt? Uh, the Niners. Yeah. 49ers look good, but I mean they needed some help in order. I mean they won by ten, so you wouldn't know it looking at the final score. But uh, Cardinals scored on them late. Uh, Cardinals pretty much have done whatever they wanted against that 49ers defense, which is really really good. Uh, but the 49ers ended up pulling out at the end. So congratulations, uh, Jimmy G with four touchdowns but two picks. In the game, and then the Patriots won as well against the Eagles. Raiders with a win as well. Chiefs, Chargers tonight on Monday Night Football. And for the first time ever, Slipknot has released their first ever musical cruise. They're dubbing it Not Fest at Sea, and the inaugural voyage will set sail from Barcelona on August 10th, 2020, and returning on August 14th. The show will be headlined by Slipknot, who will perform two sets on board the ship. With a full lineup and onboard and experiences still to be announced. I don't know if this would be fun or if it would be hell on earth to be stuck on a ship for four days with a bunch of Slipknot fans. What do you think? No, what do you mean hell on earth? Well, I mean, listen. Uh, what the it, hell is wrong with I'm you, just pal? Saying, it's, it's cool to go to a show, but four days with nowhere to go? With a festival that's going to smell like goat poop? I don't know, listen, man. That's a whole other issue right there. I don't know. That I has nothing know. to do with the fans. It's oh, got right. something to do with clown. You're right. Since his inception, uh, Notfest has expanded into five countries, including the U.S., but Clown said he wants fans to have an amazing Notfest experience and one that they will never forget. I want you to smell it. I want you to taste it. I want you to see it. I want you to hear it. I want you to go home and say that your life has been fulfilled and you can't wait for the next year. Yeah, like, you know, you're on a ship, though. How much you want to smell for four days? Yeah, you're already going to smell everybody's poo. And you're already tasting right. God knows what. I mean, listen, it, it's a... It's, you gotta double check the buffet whenever you go through it. Go, uh, am I getting slip knotted here? We're talking about a place that will not let you eat until you rub your hands with a ridiculous amount of hand sanitizer. That is a law on cruise ships. You have to use it because people are filthy. And then you're tacking in all that stuff. It's gonna be quite the experience. Good luck, everybody. Uh, happening from Bar. You gotta get to Barcelona first. That's the bitch of the bunch, I think. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff in the can. <laughs> 
All Cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. All right. Let's do it. We got a full week of All Cash $25,000 Double Dare happening. This thing's going to end right before Thanksgiving. So we're getting into the final throws of some cash giveaways. So we want to give away as much as we can. So let's have somebody play a little game with us called Double Dare. A caller X this morning is Corey. Good morning, man. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're fighting the good fight, my friend. We would like you to win some money. Big J is going to give you a couple of topics. You pick whichever topic you feel more comfortable with, and hopefully it'll win you some money. Big J, what are they? Baseball stuff and Food Network. All right, my man. What's it going to be? Uh, I'm going to go baseball stuff. All right, dude. Good luck. $50 question coming at you. This team won the World Series of Baseball last season. Washington National. That is correct. Right. Good job. The Nationals won. Uh, Here's your $100 question. This baseball team has won the most World Series and by a long shot. Um, pretty sure it's the New York Yankees. Right. That is New correct. New York Yankees. You have $100 in your pocket. You can take this $100 and walk away, or you can try for the $200 question, which is going to be the hardest of the bunch. What's it going to be, Corey? Ah, uh, let's roll the dice. All right, go my man. It. Good luck. All right, here we go. Uh, this baseball team has lost the most World Series. Oh, Corey, Corey. Yankees or Dodgers? Yankees or Dodgers? He's... I'm going to go with uh, Dodgers. Big J? That's correct. Good job, man. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> 200 bucks is yours on baseball you. stuff. You are the Yankee of <laughs> X-Rock Double Dare. <laughs> Good job, Corey. That is how it should be. Congratulations. $200 is yours. Hang on one second, dude. We will gladly hook you up with that. And uh, you can play for yourself. 12.30 today and 4.30, your next chance to win yourself some cash here with the all-cash $25,000 X-Double Dare. We're going to come back with some Pop Culture Smackdown. That's next to the X. Culture Smackdown On the morning after with Nick and Big J Yeah, and uh, we've got tickets to this Saturday's show At the Rev Center Ministry Coming with Phil Osamo and the Illegals We'll get you set up with that If you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown Hey, alright, it's going to be a cool show Some industrial metal and then just some straight up metal If you would like to enjoy that You might want to get on the program 208-287-1003 Gonna make you earn it today. I'm feeling kind of lucky. I didn't get a lot of sleep, so it's gonna burn it all on my brain cells on Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Good morning. What's up, sir? What's your name? I'm Jake. All right, Jake. Jake, this character often uses the word giggity in the TV show Family Guy. Quagmire. Right. Good job. Nick Owen Wilson, who is celebrating a birthday today, made his acting debut in what 90s movie? Ooh. Uh, no, no, Jake. no, it's, it's, for, uh, it's for Nick. That's all right, it's mine. Uh, wow. Owen Wilson made his debut in a movie, 90s. So the first one that's come into my mind is a movie he did with Wes Anderson called Bottle Rocket. That's the first time that I saw him, but I don't know if he like popped up in something. Was Cable Guy before that? Damn it. I'm going to say Bottle Rocket. That's correct. Yeah! <laughs> Talked myself through it. Yep. All right, Jake. What was the name of Jerry Seinfeld's next-door neighbor who was known for his vintage wardrobe and upright hairstyle? 
Oh, what was that guy's name? Um, oh, God dang it. Um, didn't really watch the show. Um, it was... Or I don't know. Yeah, Jake, you got me. Jake, I don't know. Jake, Jake, nothing? I, um, God, I can't think of the guy's name to save my life. Um, you got me. I don't know. All right, nope. man. You get to keep your life. Yes, this is not live or die. Uh, Not yet, but thank you for playing, Jake. Appreciate it. Good morning, the X. Hello, 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 hey, hello. Here's Big J with your question. Uh, what was the name of Jerry Seinfeld's next door neighbor who was known for his vintage wardrobe and upright hairstyle? Uh, Kramer. Right. That is correct. Uh, Nick, in the TV show The A Team, what did B A and B A Baracus's name oh, stand for? No. Oh no. I don't even think I have it even close to, and I watch the show religiously. B. A. Baracus. <sighs> Baby airplane. I don't know. Baby airplane. Because he hated flying. That's right. You're right. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're not. You're wrong. <laughs> what was it? Bad attitude. Oh, damn it. Damn, I should have got that. Uh, congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to Ministry and Phil and Salmo coming up on Saturday night at the Rev Center. Hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. There's your pop culture smackdown. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right. Headlines are as follows. Couldn't do it. Could be worse or dumb, but not that dumb. Could be worse. You know how little kids get obsessed with their favorite toys, you know, books, they drag around anything else they decide they like. Yeah. Uh, Well, little Clark from England recently revealed that her 14-month-old son, Harry, is fixated on a life-size female doll head that's normally used as a hairstyling training tool. She says that her son has always loved playing with her hair to fall asleep, even as a small baby, so she introduced the doll so his dad could actually put him to bed for once. Do your job, Dad. She Grow some hair. That the doll's hair is the same color and length as her own, but Harry took it to immediately, and so he's named the doll Baba and insists on bringing it with him wherever he goes. So as he's, you know, basically walking around the house, he's dragging this mannequin's head by the hair behind him so that he can play around with it. He even sleeps with it. Clark says the doll has creeped her and her husband out a few times, but it's also helped Harry become more of an independent sleeper, so it's a good thing. I have no comment on this because I have a son that plays with tampons, so I can't really comment on how weird it is for a mannequin head to be dragged around uh, at the end of the day. Whatever makes the kids happy and keeps them safe, it works out for everybody. Yeah. Right? Right? Right. Couldn't do it or dumb, but not that dumb. Dumb, but not that dumb. A surfer dude from Hawaii shocked his girlfriend in the most surf bum way accidentally dropping an engagement ring in the surf. Christopher Garth is 38 years old. He decided he wanted to go out with uh, surfing with his sweetheart, Lauren, in their native Honolulu, and he had his, the ring in his pocket. The Hawaii News reported that while riding a wave, Garth knelt down on one knee on the surfboard with Olive surfing next to him, and then he popped the question. And just as the ring, as he did, the ring slipped from his fingers. His no. love did say yes, but whoa, the engagement ring. Uh, at first, you know, it was one of those deals where everybody was upset, but then he was like, hey, listen, I knew what was going on. I knew that I was going to need my appendages. It was just a, a fake ring that was for the actual, you know, proposal. The real ring was safely on shore and everything was fine. So they didn't lose the actual engagement ring. It was just a mock ring that was used for the proposal, which will probably end up embedded in somebody's foot 
in like three yeah, thanks for months that, dude. that walks on the diamond and gets cut and requires stitches. Or then, you know, it, it actually, he starts bleeding in the water and that, you know, incites a shark attack. Oh, boy. That's how this engagement story ends. Watch nice. out. I've seen movies. Very man. creative. The, uh, the good news is she said, yes, they're going to be married. Congratulations. Wrap it up with couldn't do it. Hallmark Christmas movies aren't everybody's cup of tea, but if they happen to be yours, you should listen up. CenturyLinkQuote.com is offering somebody $1,000 to watch 24 Hallmark Christmas movies. They say it's called the Hallmark Dream Job. The applicant will get $1,000, a streaming service subscription of their choice, and a movie watching kit that includes cookies, cocoa, a mini Christmas tree, and some Hallmark merchandise, which is just cards, right? They'll have 12 days to watch the movies, and they'll have to document the process on social media, of course. You can apply online and prepare a short video explaining why you'd be the ideal candidate. They'll hire here in about a week, and there you have it. Again, more information at CenturyLinkQuote.com. These Christmas movies are a lot like horror movies to me. I, 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 don't, I understand they're popular, but most of them are, are fairly poor, and therefore I don't find myself watching a whole lot of them. Like, you know, I don't watch the Hallmark Channel. I know Netflix is getting into the Christmas movie business. I know uh, Disney's got one up there now on yeah. Disney+. Plus. I just, I can't, I can't do it. You don't like Christmas. You well, hate it. I love Christmas. I don't like Christmas movies. There's a few that I can tolerate, but most of them are unwatchable. Like, I mean, are you a fan of the Hallmark Christmas movies? No, 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 not, not right. Hallmark anything. Well, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. I love about. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, there's a difference between Elf and a Hallmark Christmas movie is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Like, I mean, it's the standard Christmas trope. Uh, woman is single at Christmas, meets the man of her dreams around the holidays. Oh, something has gone awry. They break up. But thank God they got back together just in time for Christmas to exchange the gift and a long makeout session as a credit roll. <laughs> that's that's uh, the that Hallmark That sounds fun. Movies. That's every Hallmark movie. Maybe I need to look into that. Right? Yeah, I know you do like romantic movies. Give it a shot. Maybe this is job is for you. Maybe we'll have you watch 24 Hallmark Christmas movies in a row instead of de-streaming dumbass. Big J, what do you think? See how much you like them then. See how long I last. <laughs> My guess is it wouldn't be through 24. In. I get sick. I can't come to work anymore. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad impressions next to the X. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And for bad impressions here, we're going to hook you up with Breakdown Ball Volume 2 tickets to the show happening at the Deaton Factory on Saturday, November 30th. Free the Jester, Living in False Eyes, A Dead Desire, Faded Leroy, Stone Prophet, and Skyburns Brighter. Coming to town, the break ball, Breakdown Ball is an annual charity event powered by Idaho mus- musicians with regional band support. So uh, this uh, year, the benefits are going to go to the Boise Hive and Special Olympics Idaho. So a really good cause. And we'll get you set up with these tickets if you can figure out bad impressions. Love this. If you would like to win, why don't you get on the phone? 208-287-1003 is the phone number. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, then you are going to go check out a cool show on the 30th. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Oh, oh, hello? 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 Well, that ain't going to work at all. Big J, we may have broken the phones. Oh, no. No, I got it. I got it. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Tom. All right, you're our first man. Yeah, good morning. The band I sing for will be coming to the Ford Idaho Center on February 24th. Uh, uh, Fox. Next, uh, next year, uh, next question. I was in Boise last year for a solo show and stopped into the X for an intimate X session. Uh, next one. I'm the singer for Corn and really dig the macabre lifestyle. 
Oh, what's his face? Is he... oh, oh. oh, no! Is he okay? <laughs> I mean, what happened there? <laughs> we'll never know. We might have just lost connection. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Hey, man, did you hear Big J's clues? I did not. Oh, no. All right, there you go. The band I sing for will be coming to the Fort Idaho Center on February 24th. Okay, give me another one. I was in Boise last year for a solo show and stopped into the X for an, ent an intimate X session. Uh, Rival Sons? Uh, we'll do one more here. I'm the singer for Corn and really dig the macabre lifestyle. Singer for Corn, hate the macabre lifestyle. Don't know, don't know the singer for Corn. Focus on the first part of that clue. Uh, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. I Thanks, thought this man. would be much easier. Hello, the X. Good morning. Oh, uh, yeah, I know the singer. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's Jonathan Davis. There yes, you go. Is. Good job, man. We'll hook you up with these breakdown ball tickets. Hang on one second. Uh, why is Jonathan Davis in the news? Well, Jonathan Davis was prestigiously awarded with the key, uh, the city, uh, the key to the city of Miami on Friday. Uh, where the players it, play? Yep, and nobody knows why. Yeah, it's really weird. He never lived there. He doesn't live there. He's not from there. He is not going to play there with corn. Yeah, the uh, ceremonial <laughs> award is generally given to an esteemed resident or frequent visitor to the city. Uh, they are kicking off their North American tour here on the 23rd in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and Miami is not on the schedule. <laughs> That being said, he totally showed up for it. Yeah, So maybe yeah. it's a great way to get some people into your town. Maybe there's some other stuff we don't know about, but he didn't say anything. Maybe he was on vacation and he saw somebody in the mayor's like, let's just, give you the key to just show up be like, hey, I'm the lead singer for Korn, baby. I visited here several times. Can I get a key? Uh, and it worked out, and he showed up for the photo Once op. again, rubbing into my face the fact that I've never received the key to Middleton, Idaho. <laughs> Well, you are a longtime resident. Uh, have you done anything to benefit the community of Middleton? Rake my leaves. Uh, no, well, you're not done with that yet. Maybe with the hem rating until you're well, finished. Compared with the to project. some people. Morning after. I don't think they give away keys to the city for raking your leaves. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll come back with a little bit of fun. Well, that more is than Jonathan Davis did. Wrapping up the show. That's next to the X Rock. <laughs> Papa Roach, come around, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Monday, the 18th day of November. Got to learn about holiday gift lists over the course of the show today. Gave away $200, just like you're supposed to, during the all-cash $25,000 X-Double Dare. on a sports category at that, Big J. Cha-ching! like fighting Sasquatch. And uh, congratulations to Corey, who got that money. You'll have another chance to play at 1230 with Jason and at 430 with Adam today as we enter the last week and a half of the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Hopefully you have a chance to take advantage of that. And we uh, we learned, hey, listen, uh, keep keep the heroin away from the kids, please. Thank God, you. yeah. Spider-Man powder is not a good thing for a five-year-old to think when he's trying heroin, for God's sake. But, Big J, we should wrap it up. That leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, don't be afraid to uh, to go all in and, and make lasagna. Uh, great. What was the What were the ingredients for the Big J lasagna that you bragged about this week? Uh, Stouffer's frozen Stouffer's. lasagna. Yeah. Oh, okay. Put it like... in the oven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, boy, you know the typical standard stuff: Italian uh, sausage. Okay. 
Uh, I made my own marinara okay. using San Marzano tomatoes. Got to be certified though to be actual San Marzano, and um, you know garlic. And throw in ricotta cheese and you did do ricotta. mozzarella. Yeah, some people will not do that. I never used to be, but then I figured, found out, you know, you don't don't take it from from the damn, uh, you know, when you when you buy it in the Tub. container. Yeah, you got to mix stuff with it to make it delicious. So uh, I've learned to do that now. And then my wife, you know, I made it, and she's like, I don't really like lasagna. And I'm like, what? Because I don't make it very often. Well, you know what? Change your mind. There you go. You got to put love in it when you're cooking. What do you mix in the ricotta cheese? Uh, let's see. I put in uh, parsley. I put in Parmesan cheese. I put in some mozzarella in there. Oh, you put more cheese some, in your cheese. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're supposed to. Well, uh, right. At least according to Tyler Florence. And then you, uh, I put in some, you know, some salt, some some garlic. Very nice. And it turned out well. Yeah, it turned out great. How many layers? Oh, there's probably like four layers. I mean, it weighed like. A ton. Wait a ton. Well, yeah, most lasagnas do. It's a lot of noodles and food yeah. in there, man. And I'm sure you have food for the rest of the week, right? Yeah. Big old tub of lasagna. Very Wait, good. lasagna nachos. Oh, look out. Morning After with Nick and Big J tomorrow on the show. Streaming Dumbass makes a return on top of the Double Dare as well as more chances for you to win ministry and fill Anselmo tickets. We'll see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next.